Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Fashion emergency hotline. Help! My mom doesn't think I need to go back to school. You shop. have to go to school. It's the law. You didn't let me finish. She doesn't think I need to go back to school shopping. That should be a law. Go to Old Navy. You'll be able to best dress before school even starts. Old Navy? Yes. Right now, kids' clothes are up to 60% off. 60% off? Yeah. The hallway will be your runway. They have awesome graphic tees, colorful active gear, and jeans start at just $10. Now you're talking. Thank you. Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Valid 728-92. to Select styles only. Output so we won't get feed. The Wondermill.com, the best grain mills on the market, with the ability to mill several items that many grain mills will not. There are two grain mills to choose from the Wondermill Electric. It's fast and gives you a vast variety of items it can grind. The Wonder Junior Hand Grain Mill can grind a wide variety of things that even some of the most expensive hand grain mills cannot, including oily grains, nuts, and seeds. Learn more about the most resourceful tool that you may ever own. See all the exciting things that Wondermill can do for you and what you eat at thewondermill.com. You've just joined the Prepper Broadcasting Network, where we promote self-reliance and independence. The views and opinions expressed are strictly those of the host or their guests. Visit us in the interactive chat room at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Garvin, I'm here with Kyle. Kyle, say hi. Hello. Hello. Okay, that works. It is Friday, July 26th. July 22nd, I'm sorry. 26th? I know, I know. I have 22nd. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, We are live every Friday night, Eastern Standard Time. Join us. If you're on Blog Talk Radio, we ask you to swing over to prepperbroadcasting.com. Join us there where you can join in on our live chat, um, which is happening right now. Um, please use a name that we recognize if we know you. That way we can mute you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, also, you can call in with questions and comments. Um, that number is 347-202-0228. 
Again, that is 347-202-0228. And you can listen. And if you want to ask a question, press 1. It'll put you in the queue. And G-Man will warn me who you are, and we will cut you off. Okay, maybe not. No. Yeah. Um, what we want to do is we're going to um, – the Prepper Academy is a fully interactive Friday night live show. We want to interact with our listeners um, via chat room, via voice, so uh, it helps if you're involved. Um, so tonight we're going to go over a class that I teach at my academy. And it is, it's really a six-part class, and we're doing part one tonight. Kyle's going to help me. Kyle's actually been under. I wouldn't say you were taking the class, but you've been in the class. Yeah, I've been in the class. And yeah. so we're going to discuss the class. And, and what we're doing is if you can t- – I've broken the class up into six parts. Each part covers two months. So I can either teach it every two months for a year, or I can just – Download it all to you in six classes in a day, but you, there's a lot of notes. What it does is take you takes you from day one out to a whole year of everything you need to know about prepping. It's also broken up, so it's it's more affordable for people who are just getting into prepping. You know, we still live in a busy world; still have bills to pay, everything like that. You know, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, there's still a way that you can afford to prep. Right. By breaking it down, and we break it down into things you got to buy. Things you need to train for, and then mindset. So we try to cover all three areas, and we try to treat you like you're a brand new prepper. Yeah. And you're scared to death, but you want to learn. Yeah, and that's the other thing is too the mindset. That's that's the biggest thing for me, because it's kind of like if I if I sit you down and I had you binge watch Walking Dead, you, you'd you'd be in a fetal position for <laughs> like six weeks. I tried watching that show. <laughs> it just did not work for me. I know that's a huge show for preppers. Yes. But I, I guess I, I got to like show four and this guy kills this girl between these cars. And I'm like, okay, that's so – there's zombies, I know. Like that. You start reading, you start researching, next thing you know, you're overwhelmed. You think, oh, my God, I got to spend $20,000. And same thing. You're in the yep. fetal position. Yep. But before we get into that class, a couple of things. We actually have um, – I came up with a new segment. <laughs> Again, if y'all know, I'm not a big conspiracy theory person. Kyle is the biggest. And so, I, I mean, so it's like today's conspiracy theory with Kyle. So what is your big conspiracy theory today that you've been thinking about or you think that, oh, there's more proof or, you know, just – and I know this is on the spot. Kyle did not know this was going to happen until yeah. minutes ago. No, the biggest thing probably today, I'm stuck somewhere between an article I read about Russia and a tribal over there, and a lot of Russians are basically saying, that, you know, when are we going to war? Like, we know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's all the tension over in the South China Sea, the tension over along the, uh, the borders there, along the Black Sea, everything that went on in Crimea and Ukraine. And now you see headlines where a lot of Russians, and obviously they've been through wars before. They went through hard times, and it's amazing to me that you know here in America, preppers are going for you know beans, bullets, and mandates. Stereotypically, over in Russia, they're going for salt and buckwheat and cheap corn stuff like that. Real 
basic, simple, cheap foods, and they're, they're bulking up on it because they see it coming. So in a socialist government, people are actually prepping in Russia. That kind of scares me, though. Yeah. If they're prepping over there, yeah, that tells me that um, they're concerned. Oh, wait, socialist. Were you, were you talking about Russia or are you talking about oh, us? Russia, well, us, communism. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. But, I mean, that is kind of interesting that they're prepping in Russia. Yeah. And then the other thing, too, is it's been, you know, kind of dumbed down in the news with everything else going on. But it's obviously what's happening over in Turkey. You had one of our uh, nuclear bases, stores 50 nuclear warheads. They shut that power off to it, sent in investigators, and, and, and purging the military. They have a list of 50,000 individuals that you're trying to detain. And then they post today that they want a uh, cleric. Was originally over in Turkey, and extradited. That was part of the agreement with turning the power back onto the base. So I figured you're bartering 50 nukes essentially, one cleric. What's what's so special about that one individual? And they're trying to blame the coup on him, but mm. kind of well, hard to dictate a coup from Pennsylvania. Well, they're not so. I mean, conspiracy theories. They don't fit the conspiracy theory. No, no, it fits in the grander picture. Yeah, but, uh, but, but you know, a lot, I mean, I could go on on Pokemon Go, but I don't oh, want to bore everyone. <laughs> my kids just walked outside a few minutes ago doing that. That's embarrassing. So, um, that's a that's a minute with Kyle and conspiracy theories. Next time, well, I'll let him know that we started that that segment. That way, he'll be with us again. If you're listening, join us in the chat room on PrepperBroadcasting.com. Go to live shows. You'll see a go scroll down. You'll see a. a a window you can join in that one. Um, so tonight's topic is a class that I've taught several times, um, <clears throat> and it's Intro to Prepping 101. And it literally takes someone, the first segment is the first 60 days of someone's prepping life. So someone actually would come to us and go, hey, teach us how to prep. How do, What do I need to do? And that's what we're going to go over tonight. Um, so from the... Um, on Prepper Network, I know, have been through this, and we've discussed this. Um, but the first thing we have, um, so we have this broken down in three segments. Purchase what you need to buy. Training slash action. So you, there's skills you got to learn. And then mindset. And so there's things you got to read, maybe movies you got to watch, people you got to follow on, on YouTube. We cover all three, so let's um, let's talk about purchasing. Um, the first thing we have down is double your pantry. You getting comments about double your pantry? Well, you know, most Americans they say have on average about a week's worth of food, mm-hmm. and you know, what? you have to think about that. It, how many times does the average American eat out today? Because the cost of food has gotten more and more expensive. So I can afford to go to Chipotle for about the same I can to go to the grocery store. It might actually be more expensive for me to go to the grocery store and make my meal versus going to Chipotle or something like that. So for me... You eat really nice at home. I do. Okay. My wife's an excellent cook. Oh, is she? I hope she's listening. <laughs> um, but, you know, for a lot of people, you know, you say two weeks depending on how large the family is. I mean, we're a family of three, and I think we spend 240 
somewhere around there, conservatively. A month or every two weeks? Every two weeks. Every two weeks, okay. <clears throat> well, you know, in every disaster you look, you look at Katrina, Hugo, um, what's the one that happened up on the coast? Sandy. Sandy. I guarantee you every one of them wish they would have had more food. Yeah. And this is easy. You just double what you currently have. That's simple. Let's double your pantry. Yeah. If that if just having twice the food that you currently have, you really don't. Because we talked about rotating food. You really don't need to do that when it's double. Do you? I mean, no, probably not right then. But it's a good point of reference mm-hmm. with Sandy. When I wanted, yeah, back more in my heyday with some of the proper forms and that. Was it under one of the forms? He went through Hurricane Sandy. Mm-hmm. He already had his bug out plan established. Has a cabin in Pennsylvania. Wonderful guy. He and his wife were totally prepared. But what was the Red Cross doing? They had hot chocolate marshmallows that they oh, ran out to. Oh, fun! Yeah, let's make this as fun as we can while people yeah. are suffering. Yeah, it's you know snowing nice. outside. Yeah, you know all that going on. And there you go. Have some hot cocoa. Hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, Secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there. So double your pantry. That's just, that's just common sense. That's not even holy prepping. That's just common sense. So the next one is buy a fire rod. Absolutely. And I think, well, no, you don't have yours on, but I think usually both of us have one on our, on our wrist every day. Every day we have a, a fire rod with us. And, and when we get to action and training, you got to learn how to use it. And it's important here too, because whenever it's training, Different climates, different mm-hmm. settings. Yes. Try it right after it rains. See how difficult it is to start a fire. Yes. So uh, a fire rod. And if you buy one, buy six. I mean, as you know, mm-hmm. we, we always have one on us at all times. Um, I have one on my shoestrings, on my shoe. Mm-hmm. You've seen that. Yep. On my um, paracord bracelet. Mm-hmm. And I wear a neck knife. And I have one on there. And it's a short one, about an inch long. And, I, I mean, that's three yeah. just that I wear, not if I put one in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah, I may have issues. <laughs> With fire. You will have fun. <laughs> a little bit of a fire. pyromania. So you got to have one. But, and then we'll get later on you got to use it. The next is a soil water filter. 
And do not, let me say this clear English, do not buy a life straw. Buy a life straw. No. Don't buy. Don't buy a life straw. The reason why is the Sawyer Water Filter is not only a sponsor of mine. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But it's so versatile. You can take the Sawyer Water Filter. You can use it in line of your hydration pack. You can screw it on any bottle. So you can just find a water bottle, a Coke bottle, a two-liter bottle, fill it with dirty water, take your Sawyer Water Filter, screw it on the top, and drink the water. It's that easy. And also the biggest reason I like Sawyer is that usually you're not surviving by yourself. you got family members, other people. And if you needed to cook with some filtered water, with a life straw, you actually have to suck the water up into your mouth and spit it into a cup. Just don't let people see you do that, I guess. But Sawyer has a bag that comes with it that's tiny, rolls up, that you can actually put the water the water into the bag, and then it's clean water. You don't have to, It doesn't have to go through your mouth. A, a, a life straw, I guess, is good if it's just you, and you don't need to cook with the water. But a Sawyer water filter, again, is very flexible, versatile, and um, it's cheap. It's, it's, it, you go to Walmart... And it's twenty bucks, or Amazon is twenty bucks. It's the same as a life straw. Yeah. Also, um, the extra Sawyer actually filters, um, if I if I'm, my memory's correct, better than the life straw. So anyway, you got to have a water filter, and I would recommend Sawyer without a doubt. Um, they also make one that you can put on a five gallon bucket, and it's like thirty bucks, and it does one million gallons of water filters. Um, you got any comments on water filter? Just from personal experience, yeah, I definitely recommend Sawyer. I went, you know, whenever I first started prepping, I went out and got the what were the little straws you stick in there, and it uses a UV light. Oh yeah, yeah. I did mm-hmm. that. I did Sawyer. I did Catadine. Uh, oh, I did that. I bought a three hundred seventy-nine dollar water you? filter. No, the Catadine. Oh, okay. That you pump. It's yeah. Stainless steel. Useless. I mean, it's great, yeah. but it's just the price is just. Outrageous. Yeah, I have a couple of Sawyers. I have the water bottle. I have the little one that you can roll up, t- you know, take yep. travel with you. Mm-hmm. Even whenever I'm traveling for work, if I'm stuck in a hotel or something like that, I don't want to pay for bottled water. I take that sucker out, pump it through with the tap water, and it's perfectly fine. Yep. The next is um, a way to store water. How do you store water, Kyle? Um, usually in my belly. No, I don't. No. Um, ah. My preferred method is the big. 50-gallon barrels or 55-gallon mm-hmm. barrels, blue ones. Yep. I prefer doing that. Um, you have rain barrels? Yes. Okay. Oh, I have a couple rain barrels myself. Easy. That whole setup is 50 bucks. Yeah. And they also have the uh, the bathtub bags that you can fill up. They're called uh, water bobs, aren't they? Yeah. My or, grandmother actually has those. She's had them for years. What? Yeah, my grandmother. She's a big-time prepper, man. Okay. What you're talking about, he's talking about is a plastic bag that goes in your tub. It has a a spout that comes so you can put the actual tub spigot in and it fills the bag. I mean, you're, everyone knows you don't keep your, your tub perfectly clean. And what mm-hmm. this does, it puts, lets the water be in your tub and it's protected in the bag. 
And then on top is a pump, so you can pump water out. And they can usually hold 50 gallons. I Yeah, at least, I think. Okay, 50 gallons or more. So if it's, you know, if you know Hugo's coming or Sandy's coming or something, you just throw this in your tub, fill it up before it happens, and you've got a lot of water in there. That th- That is 20 bucks, I think, on Amazon, by the way. I mean, it's pretty right. cheap. So they've gone down, because I think... Back in the day, I think they were like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah, I think they're. I think I bought mine for twenty bucks a couple, a uh, few years back. Um, the next is a bug out bag. Everyone needs a bug out bag. Now this is month one, one day one through sixty. You're not going to complete your bug out bag in sixty days. That's one of the things I was thinking about. I wanted to mention here is: Do you need a bug out bag, or do you need an everyday bag? Starting out. Mm-hmm. If I had to do it fresh all over again, I think I would have started out with an everyday bag and worked my way. So say if we're talking first 30, 60 days, mm-hmm. I would have a bag appropriate for that time period. Now, I agree. You're talk- you, are you talking like an EDC? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I agree with you. You need to have an EDC. Mm-hmm. And that we actually start making that in month two, or month three, I believe. Okay. But the bug out bag, because it takes so long to build a bug out bag. You want to start early. You want to start early because you cannot buy everything that goes in a bug out bag in the first two months. It's just too expensive. Yeah. And so my theory here was is to give them the PDF, which we will post online, and you buy a bag and you start personal. Everything in a bug out bag, if, if I had your bug out bag, I could use it. Mm-hmm. Well, your bug out bag is about the size of a VW Volkswagen. You couldn't carry it. You <laughs> could just couldn't carry it. Although, you know, whenever we did do that class, we had a lot of overlapping items. Right. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of uh, left overlapping. Did it go in sleep mode? Um, but mine was like, yours was twice the size of mine. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so you can walk about 100 yards and go, crap. This is heavy. No, I told you I, what I already do, and I haven't done it recently because of the heat, but I take sandbags. I measure the weight from my bug out bag. I have a cheaper bag. I fill it with sand, same weight, and I walk a couple miles. Well, obviously, whenever it's 101 degrees out, 100% humidity, I'm going to kill myself, but I, I have a larger bag and I have a smaller bag. The larger bag is meant to hopefully, if it works out properly, be kind of like a refilling station. I have more in there so that I can shed weight as I go. That is crazy. So you, you're, you're saying physical exercise should be part of your preps? Oh, absolutely. Wow. It's, it's kind of right up there with yeah. mindset. Okay. Okay. So bug out bag, this is the starting of your bug out bag. And I'm not saying go actually buy the bag, but in the PDF that we will include, we'll post it everywhere, it, it, it starts getting you thinking of things that you can you need to buy. And things you already have. I mean, you, a lot of the stuff in the bug out bag you already own. You don't know it. Like hygiene items, you know, when you get to the cotton balls and Vaseline, and you'll, everyone will learn what all these items are yeah. um, and, why, and why you need them. But it, get, it gets you in the process. You'll, you'll, there's 17,000 lists of bug out bags. So I found a generic one that's a PDF. And it's it, and um, it's it, it's good to get you started. And what is a bug out bag for, Kyle? Bugging out. And what does bugging out mean? Bugging out means that. And when are, would you bug out? When would I bug out? 
You would do it just for fun, I know, but probably would do it just for fun. Um, bug out bag is essentially, I wouldn't say it's your your last ditch resort, but it is your your plan B, your safety fallback. Um, regardless of what's going on, if you find yourself in a densely populated area and there's an EMP, mm-hmm. um, maybe there's a hurricane. Maybe there's a snowstorm and you know that your city on a regular basis fails to restore power within the first week. So what does a bug out bag cover? Is it to go out and live in the woods for a year? No, typically uh, 72 hours. 72 hours. Say. Okay. Some people call it a 72 hour yeah. bag. So 72 hours that you can leave your home and you have everything you need. Yeah. Change of clothes, basic hygiene items, first aid, mm-hmm. water purification, shelter. Some food? My, I, I plan to just hunt that with my bare hands. Okay. Or eat the person next to me. Okay. So let's go to the next item, which is pool shock. Absolutely. Go ahead. Well, there's a lot of people I see already. Uh, someone mentioned about task providers. Um, pool shock, and not any pool shock. You have to be very, very careful about this. Uh, you need calcium. Again, calcium hypochlorite, not sodium hypochlorite. Sodium hypochlorite can kill you. Calcium is actually what you're going to use to make stock bleach. Right. And so the reason we went with pool shock care is because in the first two months, it's very unlikely you're going to be bugging out. You're going to need to possibly, you know, the power goes out, your your the city water is is dirty. You're going to need to be able to purify a larger and you're at home a larger amount of water and if you're going to do that with a a live straw or a sawyer or a catadine with the pool shock you can literally put it the water in your tub or a five gallon bucket and purify it all at one time well just to give you an idea too for the breakdown i actually keep this on my phone everywhere i go with i keep you know charts in the house that does not surprise me kyle so for one quart, all you need is two drops of bleach in the water. You let it air out four to five hours, and the bleach will actually evaporate from the water after purifying it. For 50 gallons, all you need is five teaspoons. Five teaspoons. Yep. The same thing. you got to mix it in there. Mix it in. Let it settle. And it'll evaporate four to five hours. Now, I have heard a lot of people say that they actually keep vitamin C. So they'll actually take a couple of vitamin C and make it more palatable. Mm-hmm. They'll crush those up, pour that in there with it after it's evaporated, let it dissolve in there. So would you say clean water is important? Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, if, if anyone's watched alone, I think right there, there was a couple of people who got disqualified just for, uh, yes. just for that. Yep. And then I put trash bags. And people look at me weird. Why do you need trash bags? Well, trash bags, there are so many things you can do with a trash bag. One is you can um, tote water. In trash bags, you can make a solar steel. Mm-hmm. You can cut it open. Now these are black trash bags. You can use it as a raincoat. You can. There's so many things you can do with just a trash bag, and these are the good trash bags. You would uh, const- um, whether construction trash bags, the big thick ones. There's so many things you can do, and as you, when as you in your prepping journey your preparedness journey, you will learn 120 things you can do with a black trash bag. So, so just... Absolutely. Um, you can also clean up. 
Then on the last purchase we have is I put five MREs. You questioned that earlier, and we almost had a gunfight here. Almost. But uh, I said five MREs, and the reason I went with MREs, even though I'm a huge freeze-dried food person, five MREs is a self-contained meal. It it lifts you up. Like I have some that have like peanut butter M&Ms in there. No, the, the, the peanut M&Ms in there is my dessert. All you need literally is a few ounces of water. It will heat your meal. You have, you have like a five-course meal in there, man. It's awesome. My problem with MREs, and this is that's what I did early on whenever I began prepping, is I bought <clears throat> MREs for each one of our bug-out bags. Weight and space. They are, they are valuable items. And for 72 hours, I don't want something that can feed me is going to take up that much space and take up that much weight. So you have a 175-pound bug-out bag, and you don't have MREs in there? No. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Freeze-dried. But I do like the MREs. Freeze-dried and then the bars. Do not buy. If you see any package that says military MRE, if you see that on a website or you see that anywhere, a gun show, do not buy military MREs. The reason why is the only reason they're for sale is because they were getting close to the expiration date. Milit- I mean, um, civilians cannot buy true MREs from the military ever. The only way you can get them is surplus or actual GI sells his personal ones. The surplus meaning they've gone out of date or they're getting ready to go out of date. We yeah. learned that from at Prepper Camp when they were um, speaking about that. So buy a generic MRE. I forgot. I got my MRE here. I forgot who makes it. I don't even know. But anyway, you can also do freeze-dried legacy. Legacy is the best. So that's what you got to purchase. That's not a great deal in the first month. That's a few hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, you would argue there should be a gun on here. I would. I put that on on month two and three, not one and two. Why would you say it needs to be this soon? First 60 days. Say you started today. All the, you might say conspiracy theories or things going on in the economy. Say 45 days from now, there's riots. Everything we see in the news from Black Lives Matters to, I mean, outright Communist Party movements happening in our country, um, ISIS attacks, 45 days in, you have yourself more food, water purification, bug out bag, but you have no way to defend any of it. You can be easily taken advantage of. The reason I put that in day 60 through 120 or month two through two, or excuse me, three and four, because I was looking at this course as someone that was, you know, downtown working in a bank. And the first thing you do is you tell someone, hey, you got to go get a gun. Even though we know they need a gun, that's usually, that's not the best way to welcome someone into a new way of thinking is, hey, go buy a gun or you're going to die. <laughs> and that's why I put it as they read some of the books, the yeah. mindset, it will set them up to think, I need a gun. Yeah. So that's why. Well, well, even there, you, you know, we have a lot of these conversations with friends and family, and people are always hesitant to do anything. I mean, me, myself, 
I bought my first gun when you were three. <laughs> no, I, sh- I actually shot my first gun when I was about three. Um, but I didn't buy my first gun until I was like 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And even whenever I bought that gun, I was very hesitant about the idea of shooting someone from a standpoint of morals and ethics and a religious background. But for me, it came down to it eventually that you have to be able to protect yourself. If not, you will be taken advantage of. And I've had a, I've had a gun pointed at me twice in my life. Um, luckily, both times my wife didn't pull the trigger. No, kidding. Um, but both times I wasn't <laughs> able to get away. Boy, that's funny. <laughs> hey, um, we're going to take a little commercial break, um, G-Man. Um, we will be back in a few seconds. Prepper's Asylum is the premier preparedness outfitter. They carry in stock and ship direct the products you're looking for. MREs, freeze-dried food, Kelly kettles, water filtrates, first aid and trauma kits, stoves, personal protection, self-defense supplies, and more. Prepper's Asylum are people just like you and I. Find what you're looking for and use promo code PBN at checkout to receive 10% off. That's promo code PBN for 10% off at PreppersAsylum.com. Hey, I'm Joe Alden, MD. I'm here to remind you that disasters can happen anytime, anywhere, and you need to know what to do in an emergency. The new 2016 third edition of the Survival Medicine Handbook is the essential guide for when medical help is not on the way. The Survival Medicine Handbook covers every issue you'll face in times of trouble, and it's all in plain English. Get the Survival Medicine Handbook at Amazon.com. I guarantee one day you'll be glad you did. We have exciting news. You can now afford to have your own freeze dryer. That's right. For the first time ever, it's possible to have a freeze dryer in your home. It was invented right here in America by Harvest Right. With this new appliance, you can freeze-dry your own food and it will last 25 years. Imagine freeze-drying fruit, vegetables, meat, and your own homemade meals. It's as easy to use as a microwave. Learn more about this amazing home freeze-dryer at HarvestRight.com. Again, that's HarvestRight.com. Where can you find the best in food storage, water purification, heirloom seeds, medical, health, and emergency supplies? LifeReliance.com. What do Mountain House, Legacy Foods, Guardian, Wise Foods, and Relief Foods have in common? LifeReliance.com. Who has the lowest prices, special offers, and free consultation to help you develop an emergency preparedness plan that makes sense for your family? LifeReliance.com. Why would LifeReliance do all this? We are family, owned and operated. Let our family help you and your family be prepared. Visit us at LifeReliance.com or call 520 425-9771. Hey, welcome back. Um, We were checking out the chat room as we were listening to the commercials. Um, Someone brought up the first aid kit. Why don't we have the first aid kit on this, the first 60 days? And, And again, my thinking was most people have basic first aid at home already. Well, even if you don't have just a few things, start learning other things that you can supplement. Um, like if you have, you know, a wound that's, you know, bleeding and you don't have any bandages around sugar, a lot of times you can find packets of sugar. I've done that. I've actually done that before. I slipped my hand wide open. And well, I've heard cayenne pepper. I've never heard of sugar. Yeah, sugar will work also. Okay. So anyway, so first aid kits, we do have that. Um, like I think. 
I know my wife has one. I have one in my car already. And so, again, we were, were worried about price, and we're worried about there's so many things you're going to learn the first 60 days that it, it's a lifetime to learn first aid. Yeah. And the other thing is, too, is there's so many packages out there that yeah. you can buy. By the and time it's part of the bug out kit, too. Yeah. And so as you see the list, you can start. So, yeah. Um, okay, let's get on to training slash action. Now, this is things, skills you need to learn and practice. The first one we have is start fire. Yeah. I think we briefly touched on that, too, is testing it out in different environments. Right. If you've watched some of these survival shows, you have a heck of a time starting mm-hmm. it with wet wood. Right. What are you going to do? Some of the best survival instructors in the world cannot start fires. Well, you saw alone. Oh, yeah. They struggle without a fire rod. It's almost impossible. The one contestant lost his, I remember. He was on a riverbed. He tapped out. He was done. He abs- you know, these are professional survival instructors. He lost his fire rod, and he said, I'm done. I need to go home. Um, so you need to learn how to build fires, and there's ways to cheat to do that. I mean, there's there, you can um, there's wood, particular type of woods you can find in the woods in the forest that can help you easier. You can um, and there's a way to to make a, a you know a starter bundle, a tinder, and and you build up fire. So there's um, but you gotta learn how to make a fire, and you gotta make it. Two ways. One is a fire rod, and one is with a lighter. you got to know how to do it. So the first 60 days, learn how to take wet wood, make a fire, dry wood. A lot of people, if I went downtown and grabbed a banker, and I said, hey, you're in the woods, build a fire. Some of them could do it, and some of them couldn't. Well, and then add the stress factor onto it. You're freezing, or mm-hmm. you need to cook something. And maybe you're dehydrated, you haven't eaten in a few days, you need to make a fire. It's going to be even more difficult. Right. So the next thing is water purification. Just because you have a Sawyer water filter and now you have pool shock doesn't mean you actually know how to use them. Yeah. So you got to take your water filter out of the cover, out of the bag. You got to use it. You got to put it on a bottle. You got you got to learn how to use it. Same with the pool shot. You got to not only mix it, but you got to memorize it. You or start a notebook, which is actually in the next segment. Mm-hmm. You got to start a notebook and put it in there because when when it's stressful, that might be you, you might go you might put too much and it could harm you. Yeah. Well, then God forbid you know say something happens to you. And your wife and your kids didn't memorize that. You have a notebook. You have, you know, maybe even note cards that you take out, cut mm-hmm. those off, have those, you know, sealed. They have those. You can almost put it in a Ziploc bag that you're storing your pool shock in. Yeah. Have this permanent and, marker. Write everything on there. Exactly. Okay, the next is very difficult. Yeah. It is, and what it is, is your documents. This is your birth certificates, your titles, your marriage certificate, all the photos of all your family members. All that needs to be scanned. All family members? No, not all. All the ones you have. You want to keep. you got to have that scanned and put on a thumb drive. 
not on Dropbox, not on OneBox, on a thumb drive. If you have to leave your house in 20 seconds, all your information is on a thumb drive. If your house is burning down, you don't want to go back in and try to get your photos or your important documents. You'll have it on a thumb drive. That is just good common sense. Yeah. Once you do that, there's a lot of pressure relieved off of you in your house. Now you just have things. Some things are important, but the things like birth certificates, social security cards, all that, you have a digital copy. There are ways to secure that that even NSA couldn't break it. And so, but you need to do that. I know one lady from our prepping group, Karen, she's been working on it for months. Which the sad thing is, she's the only person that's talking about it, and I've been preaching this for a while. Yeah. Because I did this, and it took me a it took me a year. Yeah. I had the flatbed scanner. Now you can do it with a with a camera, or your iPhone, and just take photos. That's exactly what I've been doing. And but she's the only one talking about it, which kind of worries me. That means no one else is doing it because she's telling us this is hard. This is difficult. This takes a lot of time and planning. So, but scan your documents. Trust me, it will. It could be a lifesaver. Um, the next is a security check. This is like my favorite thing. To hear, okay, so. lead off. Go ahead, then. I love this. One of the first things I started whenever I was prepper is you know, not having a lot of money. I thought, you know what, I'm gonna have to make the best with what I have. I'm gonna be bugging in. I'm gonna fortify this place. Make sure no one else is breaking into it. Um, start at your front yard. Start at your driveway. Mm-hmm. Later on, you can back down your driveway a little bit, look at your neighborhood, et cetera. But, you know, just taking a simple walk around, you know, can someone pick up a brick and use it to bash in your window? Um, Do you have lawn ornaments out there that someone could use? Uh, What are the ways that someone would try and break into your house? Is your house fully secured? Well, you know, do you have thorny bushes up towards, you know, lower pedestal windows that kind of help, you know, as a deterrent for people? One of the, my favorite things I did, and I, and I went overboard, I'll admit, like every single door frame in the house. The four-inch screws? Four-inch screws anchored right in there. And that takes, I did my, I have, this is embarrassing. <clears throat> I have seven doors that goes to the outside of my house. Yeah. That's not counting the garage door. Mm-hmm. Six, sorry, six doors. That And that's because we have a sunroom and we have a basement. And it literally, I did every single door within 15 minutes. Yeah. Backing the screw out, putting a four-inch in there. I did every door in about well, 15, they also 20 carry, minutes. They also carry those metal shim kits yes. that you can actually mm-hmm. put on there. And I've watched videos on those where they even had SWAT teams trying to use the battering rams to get in. Mm-hmm. They just gave up. And we're not trying to keep SWAT teams from coming in, just the bad guys which could be the same. <laughs> yeah, looking at Kyle. Um, so the security check. So you need to not only not only physical, but also on the Internet. You oh, need, yeah, absolutely. You need to, you know, I'm not one of these people that say you need to completely disappear on the Internet, but you need to protect your documents. You need to protect your kids. You need to protect things that you have, like that thumb drive that you just made with all your Information, you need to have you need to have copies, ten of them. Put one in your car, one in your bug out bag. 
maybe a safety deposit box, maybe give it to your, you know, someone on your survival team. Mm-hmm. They can't get into it. It's if you, you know, secure it correctly, give it, you know, like the guy on um, Secure Lock, or is it where he puts his social security number? Oh, yeah. The, uh, his actually got hacked, though, I think. Oh, did it? Really? That's funny. But anyway, make many copies of that. Security check. Just go around and say, hey, how, am I, how is my family? And how can we be put in a situation that will make us safer in every aspect, electronically and physically? The next is planting a small garden. Absolutely. Again, one of the things I say that if you're just prepping, at some point your preps will run out. You've got to learn how to grow food. Absolutely. Preppers die Without food. Without food. And you've got to learn, not only learn food, but you've got to do heirloom seeds. you got to learn how to grow them. And you also have to learn how to take seeds from your current plants. Because you got to reproduce. And you can't do that with any regular seeds. Right. You just buy you know, your, your local hardware store or something. You need to make sure you have organic, open pollinating heirloom seeds. Yes. So you gotta learn how to garden. You can even apartment dwellers can do that. Yeah, and trial and error. Right. You have to. Okay, an emergency plan. So these are things you gotta learn how to do, and you're not gonna learn all these the first sixty days. But you gotta put together an emergency plan for you and your family. So a tornado is coming. Husbands at work, wives at home, kids at school. What do you do? You got to have that plan. The great thing about that is there's a lot of plans you can find on the internet that can kind of help you go through there. The phone system's out. How are y'all going to um, communicate with each other? Is there a place to meet? Like for an example, I live within a mile. I think you live in a couple miles of a train track. Yeah. What, what happens if in Texas, you know, a train that carries chemicals and they evacuate two miles? That's me. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, what's our plan? So you got to have an emergency plan. You got to start thinking about it. Your emergency plan will change on a quarterly basis for the rest of your life because things change, new cell phone numbers, new, you know, you, you make new friends, you, you have fights with family members, <laughs> and you don't want to go to their house anymore. <laughs> so it, it, that's a working, that's a living document. So you got to start thinking about that. Look online um, and um, and start creating one. I guess my concern is if something happens if, to the cell phone system, people. That's when um, the Walking Dad's going to start. Yeah. Because they look at their phone and they go, "Where's my Pokemon?" Where, where, where? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the next Pokemon? No. They go. How do I get in touch with my wife? Where is she? How do I know she's safe? And people will start freaking out. They will. Absolutely. Because they, this generation, even I haven't experienced that in, in, what, 15, 20 years. I've always had a phone. So what if I didn't have one? You ever, have you ever gone without a phone for a few days? Oh, yeah. It's, have, you, have you ever gone to work and left your phone and you feel like you're just not No, I don't complete? trust my employees. You don't trust I make sure I, <laughs> I make sure I have it on me when I yeah. leave. But, yeah, but so... I think bad things can happen when people don't have a phone and your stress level will go what, sky high if you don't have a plan. I mean, 
Well, absolutely. I mean, even if your your phone dies and you don't know where your wife is, she says, hey, I've got XYZ and I had to run these errands. And mm-hmm. next thing I know, I haven't heard from her in an hour. Me being the person I am, I'm very analytical. My mind runs a mile a minute. First thing I'm thinking is, oh, I found, then I'm thinking, oh, she was in a car wreck. Then I'm thinking, right. oh, you know, she went. And it could be a child, too, not just a oh, wife. Absolutely. Well, where's my kids? Are they at school? I mean, what is going on? I mean, so, yes. So have a plan that gives peace of mind. So that is action. That's a few actions. We're going to post this up on the website, and you can you can kind of – it's just a one-page slide that we'll post up there. And it will it, it will just show you everything we're talking about. And keep in mind, this is just the this first way, one. This, this is the way you got to do it. Yeah. This There's is no the other way. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the first segment. If it people, is the first segment, yes. There, there are obviously a lot of preparation out there. Yes. And I would say the majority of people who are going to be listening have already accomplished a lot of this. So this is just something to go back and go over your basics. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're just starting out and you feel like you can tackle more as the next one comes up, dive in. Yep. So that is, we went over things that you need to purchase, training and action. I mean, you need to start fires, you need to know how to purify water. And that's just two ways. I mean, there's... In my survival class that I that I teach, um, I teach people not all 15 ways, but we go over 15 ways you can start a fire. From I mean, from using rock, glass, air, you know, steel wool, batteries. I mean, there's a ton of different ways. Yeah. We're just asking you. You need to learn to simple fire rod, matches, lighter, something like that, and then. Purify water. Get your documents. That is something, even if you're not a full-fledged prepper. It's just common sense. That's almost. just common sense. And um, especially the, the hard part are for the older people. We have a lot of photos that aren't, weren't taken on the digital camera. No. You're young, Kyle. You're younger than I am. Do you actually have printed photos? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You do? You? We, okay. have, we actually still have photos that are still in film. We have yet to develop. Okay, right. That's the problem with the digital photos. You never get them developed. You just see them on the computer. <clears throat> but, yeah, we have a ton of photos. And so but we do have some older ones that, that I've scanned almost all of them. So that's the action. So purchase, action, now mindset. I would say the mindset is probably the most important. Yeah, because you can buy, you can train, but if you don't have the mindset... I have several good friends I've known for years who have been into the prepping lifestyle and the topics that will come up when we discuss economic collapse, um, World War III, pandemics, et cetera, et cetera. I will literally see grown men's jaws start to quake and they're fully prepared and they've trained. They can do all this, but the mindset Mm-hmm. has not been adapted. They are not hardening themselves that way. Right. So, you, I mean, I agree 100%. Mindset is key. And so you have to think through scenarios before they happen. That trains you. That's what the military does. They put you in a situation so so you can react the way the military wants you to, to react. They put you in that situation so you're trained to make the right decision. So... So you don't have to think about it. It's just, it just comes natural for yeah. you. 
Now, not that the military, they don't train you not to think, but that's why they put you. That's why we had exercises. That's why we did 72-hour exercise without any sleep, you know, and we and we did a job because that really happens, and we got to be ready for that. And yeah, so it's muscle memory. Muscle memory. And so, so what we're going to do um, on mindset is this is the easiest part. One is read the book one second after. We just two weeks ago yeah. had the author of One Second After here in Charlotte, um, Dr. Wim Fortune. He wrote the book. There were many people, many, I'm talking at least 15 people that said, we are here, we are now preppers because of that book. It's a, it is an easy entry for someone to get into the prepping world by reading that book, because it literally scares the crap out of people, and it's it's real. It, it's real. It happens in North Carolina, um, Black Mountain, Montreal, yep. North Carolina. Talks about Charlotte, Hickory, Asheville. He talks about real people. Some of his friends, real. Some of the people in the book are actual true, their true name as well. Yeah, and uh, he came to Charlotte. We had. Um, 90 plus people and he was awesome he was good yeah you wanted more Adam because you knew that he knew more than he was saying about things going on whenever you, saw, whenever you have someone as a personal friend of New Gingrich you, you know he's in you know he's in the know and he, he was touching on a few things like top secret or he but he wouldn't tell us like, starts talking about underground bunkers and stuff like yeah. that you know for the wealth and the, yeah, yeah. Was, you, I could just see your face you're like come on dude just Tell us. Let me, just let me grab yeah. them for like five minutes. I'll we shake it out of them. We don't care if that, you know, NSA is going to come in here and arrest you if you say some of this stuff. <clears throat> but that's a good book. That's a good read. I mean, you can – I think I read that book in a couple of days. I actually, and um, but you need to read that book. That gives you – so one second after. It takes place, in, again, in North Carolina. But the interesting part of it is no one knew what was going on. All of a sudden, all power, all cell phones stopped. And they had to discover as a community how to, how to handle all the different situations. They were trying to figure out what was going on. They had to handle games. They had to team up. They had to ration food. And and. You learn so much, even though the story hasn't happened. As you're reading it, you're like, wow, never thought about that, never thought about that. And it helps you in your mindset. Because yeah. people die. And, and in that book, I'll give a little bit away. One of the first things that happens the hospital, people started dying because they were on machines. And it was affecting the whole community. Well, the other thing, too, is with the mindset and going back in the books is, you know, once people start reading different books, they're going to come up with more questions for family and friends. And it's one of those things that evolves and you start, you ask your family and friends certain questions and you may or may not like the way they respond to these things morally and ethically. And it really makes you question, can I count on this person when something happens? Right. There are people that may be preppers for years. They know everything there is under the sun, but it might come down to one really important moral question. And I have to back away. Right. The next is read a book called Patriots. 
great book by Rawlings. Um, Patriots is a book, just the opposite of one second after. These people were trained. They were in a survival group. They had matching guns. They had matching uniforms. They had everything to the tilt. I mean, it was money was not an object. Then you go through the pain and struggling, and a lot you learn so much in that book. Um, it, it was an awesome book. I mean, that is so you you actually first book you go through people were discovering they didn't know what to do. The second book they were trained like a like an army, and yet you still see even the well trained, the 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 ready of the ready, the most ready people yeah. in the struggles they had. It was a great book. So that's two books. Um, the next one is um, ASA Survival Guide. Why do they need that book? SAS Survival Guide. That's what I said, wasn't it? No. What did I say? I don't think. Okay. I can repeat it. SAS Survival Guide. I got it right here. But why do they need this book, Kyle? It covers so much from basic skills to advanced skills. There's a couple different versions of it out there. I know the one that I have is over more military skills, talks more about evasion, um, tactics, different things that were uh, deployed over in the Middle East. And even for dealing with something at home, it opens up your mind to exploring other possibilities and vulnerabilities within your own life. Um, yeah, I mean, even one of my friends is in the Army, uh, going into Rangers, I gave it to him. He absolutely loves the book. So this goes from, yeah, it has everything here from yeah. food, edible plants, making traps, shelters, um, directions from the stars. It's just like the, it's a survival guide. It gives you all the information you need. And if you had this and the tools, you could survive. Oh, first aid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great book. I mean, this will be a part of your bug out bag. You should never depart from this book. It could save your life. And the the information in here, if you knew everything in here, you'd be one bad mamma jamma. That's just a lot of good information. Um, So that's the three books. Now, the Survival Guide is not one you're going to sit down and just read, not like the other two books. Survival Guide is if you want to learn about trapping. You go to trapping, read through it. No problem. If you want to learn about some first aid or some plants, but you got to have that. Uh, it's called the SAS Survival Handbook, and they have different sizes. Um, mine is what six, seven inches by four inches. It goes right in my bug out bag. It's not in there today because I took it out so I could have it handy. Um, so that is one through sixty days. Uh, we don't. We didn't try to overwhelm. Uh, spend a fortune, get you introduced, get some mindset items. Um, so um, anything you want to add to that? Oh, someone in the chat room put a burner phone. A burner phone is probably something I would go with a little bit later on. Yeah, that, that costs money. Yeah, and the burner phones, from whatever I look into them, the different plans, it's not something that you just simply activate when you need it. You buy it, and you would have to continuously update it for the minutes. Mm-hmm. So, like, once you, you log into that number, maybe you buy 30 days' worth. It's not like you can activate it, and then those 30 days are applicable just whenever. It's pretty much from the purchase of the phone, and, and they expire. And they expire, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and we're not trying to go all top secret. If there's a disaster, why wouldn't your phone work? Yeah. 
it either does work or doesn't work. Yeah. Not only, I mean, maybe this person's trying to hide from the government. I don't know. <laughs> hey, so um, in closing, um, please visit our website at preppingacademy.com. Pre- preppingacademy.com. We're going to have a contest. So sign up to be on our newsletter. This contest is going to be huge. No way Trump says it. Huge. It's going to yeah. be huge. Everyone that signs up on our newsletter will be entered into our contest. That's preppingacademy.com. Um, we're going to that. Um, I'll have more details possibly by next week. Um, our website is not fully functional when it comes to the actual classes. Um, the opportunity of the radio show came up way before we thought it was going to, so we jumped on this. Um, but we're working on that daily. We'll have that up soon. Um, join us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All the links are on preppingacademy.com. Where's that, Kyle? <laughs> I'm going to make you say it. Preppingacademy.com. Preppingacademy.com. So join us there and sign up for a mailing list. And, um, again, huge contest. Huge. Oh, Trump. Last Trump. few seconds. What did you think last night? That was interesting, for sure. I, I Actually, I really like Peter Thiel. Um, from, but gee, oh I'm, just yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I thought Trump did good. I'm, I'm, I'm voting for yeah, I was still gonna vote for Kurtz. Yeah. Oh wait, that's Thanks for possible. joining us guys. We'll see you guys next week. Today's broadcast has come to you through the courtesy of the Prepper Broadcasting Network. See our hosts, show schedules, archive programs, and more at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Thanks for listening. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you loved the sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to Geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even had a gift emergency hotline help my mom doesn't think i need to go back to school you have to go to school it's the law you didn't let me finish she doesn't think i need to go back to school shopping that should be a law go to old navy you'll be voted best dress before school even starts old navy yes right now kids clothes are up to 60 percent off 60 percent off yeah the hallway will be your runway they have awesome graphic tees colorful active gear and jeans start at just ten dollars now you're talking thank you don't thank me thank old navy balance 728 to 92 select styles only Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. 
PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.